Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Praise the Lores podcast. And welcome to the second installment of Praise the Lores' Music Mondays. This week, we got a chock full of songs and also a tragic event that had happened over the weekend involving the music industry. So that will be discussed right here at the top of the episode, and that will be the of course, the Astro World Festival, the tragedy that happened over in Houston, Texas. Um, rapper Travis Scott put on his Astro World Festival that was supposed to be held November 5th and 6th over in Houston. And it only happened one night because of eight people tragically dying and many others hospitalized. So, to give you a lowdown of what happened, it, it's 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 hard. I mean, I was reading a lot of these uh, stories. I mean, they're practically just kids, man. I'm gonna read the uh, victims and you know prayers to their families and everything. You know, the, the, you're supposed to go to a concert and have fun. This is not what you envision. This is the last thing you ever envision going anywhere. And um, I just I feel like I should uh, give some light to the victims' families. Um, to Franco Patino, John Hilgert, Brianna Rodriguez, Rudy Pena, Denise Begg, Jacob Jerenic, Axel Acosta, and Madison Dubisky. Denise Begg attempted to also save some people, so he should be hailed a hero. The youngest victim in here was John Hilgert, who was 14, and Brianna Rodriguez, who was 16. Absolutely just tragic. And now my opinion on it is, according to it, people were getting trampled and everything like that. And it's not something you, as a music venue, you kind of have to, I feel like, plan it out. I mean, you have 50,000 people. Don't you think you should plan that shit out and kind of be a little more prepared? So my blame mainly, of course, my blame is on Travis Scott because there were people in the stands chanting, stop the show, stop the show, and you hear him asking, stop the show, stop the show. Like, dude, I, I think they're saying it for a reason. I would imagine they're not. It's kind of bad on him. Um, and then also I saw an article before I started this that the Houston Fire Chief pointed out uh, failings. Okay, let me reread this. For the second time in as many days, Houston Fire Chief Samuel Pena pointed out fallings, failings on the part of rapper Travis Scott and concert promoter Live Nation at the Astro World Festival in Houston on Friday. He went on CNN and said, if the lights would have been turned on, if the promoter or artist called for that, it would have chilled the crowd, and who knows? Who knows what the outcome would have been, but everybody in that venue, starting from the artist on down, has a responsibility for public safety, and he's 100% right. But also, you know, when you're a performer, too, you kind of are just so in deep, it seems, just performing. You're not really envisioning everything, but, like, even Kylie Jenner was filming. You see the ambulance and stuff. Like, that should just kind of be red flags, too, don't you think? And seeing videos and videos over the weekend of just other shows of people like Post Malone, even Lil Pump, I saw a video, and 
they just stopped the show. Even old Lincoln Park videos, like from their concerts years ago, where they see something happening in the stands and they stop or they point it out to security and they handle it. Now, maybe Travis doesn't see everything. That might not be the best excuse, but you also should have a better security presence as well and a better medical situation too because that's just not a it's not a safe environment you need to it kind of reminds me of the documentary i watched uh woodstock 99 where shit just hit the fan there too and it kind of reminds me this where shit hits the fan you had people dying there this that was under different circumstances in terms of like just the water um they had lack of water um you know the system like the um, the plumbing systems were all going and it was just it was a shit show literally and people were in their shit in that documentary so that it kind of reminded me of that but this had clearly more of a tragic tragedy aspect to it too in terms of the death toll the ages of the people it, it just the things should not have happened and you know rest in peace to the victims prayers out to the family travis i also heard is going to be paying for the funeral expenses which you know i guess it's the least he could do i mean he is at fault lawsuits are coming in as you should expect they'll probably be settled out because that's just usually what happens but it's it's a tragedy that should not have happened maybe you go forward and you just you kind of learn from this and just expand security a little more expand EMT stuff like that because apparently there was also uh, EMT from Houston who was attending the show and said that everyone seemed kind of unprepared and just not as trained as you would think and that's kind of a concern too so my thing on this is this is a lot falls on Live Nation because they're supposed to kind of make sure all this shit is set up everyone knows where to be in case of an emergency like this because I was just recently at governor's ball um and there were people around me passing out you know from dehydration but security was right there they knew and that's it's just a shame and it was just so overcrowded just by the looks of it all the videos just oh so overcrowded and everyone just jammed like in like sardines it's uh it's just it's tragic but um now let me move on you know, just thought I'd shed light on that. That's definitely the biggest story of the weekend, and clearly it involved the music industry. Uh, Drake was also a part of that lawsuit, too, because uh, I think during when Drake came out, that's when a lot of the kind of the moshing and the shit just kept happening. So he's a part of that lawsuit as well. But uh, so I'll move on to uh, today is also November 8th which is the 10th anniversary of one of my favorite, if not my favorite musician's first studio album, Mac Miller, his uh, debut studio album, Blue Slide Park, released on this day 10 years ago in 2011. Um, I got the cassette tape right here of Blue Slide Park. And I also got my vinyl of Blue Slide Park. This album, at the time, I was extremely hyped for. It had very good songs that I still listen to today. Of the Soul, Party on Fifth Ave, Blue Slide Park, 
Miss Calls, One Last Thing. There's the whole album is good, but as as you get more into Max music, it, it's such a different sounding album than his other stuff later on. And it's, I mean, it got panned by certain outlets, but, you know, fuck the critics. Because it was was a good album. I guess it was a good album for the fans, but, you know, R.I.P. Mac, the 10th anniversary of Blue Slide Park was today. I definitely bumped that a little today. I had to, you know, and rest in peace, Mac Miller, and happy 10th birthday to Blue Slide Park. All right. We're going to get into the music uh, that was released this week. Uh, I'm going to talk about some good ones, uh, some ones that uh, I just want to also talk about. So maybe there's so Travis Scott also dropped two songs this Friday too, the day of the festival, and I have my critiques on those. I'll actually start with those first. Um, so Travis released Escape Plan and Mafia and my honest opinion of Travis Scott over the last few years has been not so much sellout, but I just don't think he tries as hard as he used to. The, the grind still really isn't there. He he knows anything he'll put out at this point will get streams, get plays, radio play, all of this and that. But these two songs that he released, actually, Escape Plan and Mafia, were two of his better ones that he's released in the last, I say, three years. And that's saying something. But now with the tragedy overweighing the good songs on that, it's like, where do we go from here? But those that's my humble opinion on these two songs that came out. They're called Escape Plan and Mafia. Um, definitely have um, not as much as the trippy vibe, I think, that a lot of Astroworld had. Definitely um, a step up from his uh, later stuff and a lot of the features that he's been doing too. Uh, We also got Post Malone in the weekend on a song. Uh, I was looking forward to this collaboration. They're two different styles, but, you know, I'm a fan of Post. I've seen him three times. I've met him. He was a chill-ass dude. The weekend is really freaking talented. He He doesn't even need really an introduction. And they come together on a song called One Right Now, which I assume is going to be on... Post's new album, um, maybe The Weeknd's new album, because I know The Weeknd has teased a new album, maybe released this year, beginning of next year. So that'd be interesting if it both lands on their projects. Uh, but it's called One Right Now. Uh, pretty good. It's a you know, standard pop track. Um, but the styles are a little... Um, it's a good song, but the styles are different for sure. You know, Post is not really... R&B-ish as much as The weekend, but it works. I think it worked. It was different, but it worked. And then we got Silk Sonic, also known as Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock, coming out with their last single before their album drops this Friday. Um, Smoking Out the Window, it's called, and it is a jam. Man, this was such a good song. I just had it on repeat before coming on here. It's such a good song. I'm really excited for this album. I really am. I mean, Skate was good. Leave the Door Open was good before Radio Play kills it because Radio kills everything because that's just what it is. But every song that they've released so far for this has been really good. And I know it's it's a nine-track album, so we're only going to get six newer songs, which, you know, 
sucks. I wish we could have gotten more, but you know what? And there's a Thundercat feature on there, by the way, so I'm looking forward to that. And, yeah, it's really good song. Go check it out, Smoking Out the Window. Uh, I really recommend it. Um, Summer Walker and SZA, uh, No Love. Summer Walker just dropped her new album. Uh, it's a, definitely a nice, smooth R&B with, you know, Hiddles of Sex, because that's what R&B is, but it's a pretty good, smooth track. Uh, I'm actually going to listen to the album once we get off uh, for the podcast. Um, definitely going to give that a listen. Um, Tiesto and Ava Max released a pretty good dance song. Um, let's hope it's not going to be like... Uh, that Tiesto song, let's get down, let's get down, the, you know, that one. Because um, that one got very overplayed, but it was pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good meme song. Um, if you guys remember the little kids dancing in the club with the sunglasses on and stuff, I, I always pictured that song being like a perfect song just for that meme. But, uh, t- yeah, Tiesto and Ava Max, the motto it's called. Not Drake's motto. Maybe it won't get as overplayed as that did. And maybe it won't spawn YOLO memes. I mean, I listened. There's no such mention of YOLO, but you just never know. But it's called the motto, Tiesto and Ava Max. Give that one a listen. And then we have NLE Choppa and Polo G with Jumpin'. Pretty good song. Actually, um, Polo G with a good verse at the end. Enoli Chapa actually sounds really good. I've always been kind of hit and miss. You know, he comes out with stuff here and there. That's good to me. Um, but this one is called Jumpin'. Uh, give that one a listen. You know, it could be hit or miss for you. But for me, it was a, it was a hit. So, um, Charlie XCX came out with two new songs, it looks like. One called Good Ones. And... New Shapes, which features Christine and the Queens and Carolyn Polacek. I don't know who those two are, but the song was pretty good, very catchy. Both of them were very catchy. Charlie XCX has kind of been great the last three or four years in terms of really catchy songs, really experimental stuff, and I really enjoyed her album last year. Um, And, yeah, so she came out with two new songs. They're called New Shapes and Good Ones. Uh, Give those a listen. And then we also have two new songs from Lord from her album Solar Power, which I thought was a very good pop album. You know, I am Lord, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you ever watch South Park, you, you'll get the reference. But this was a very good album. And the two bonus songs are on the deluxe edition, and they're called Helen of Troy and Hold No Grudge. My personal favorite was the Hold No Grudge one. That definitely was the better one out of the two. Helen of Troy is a good one as well, but it just didn't have the same feel as I thought for Hold No Grudge. Hold No Grudge also is getting a pretty decent amount of plays on Spotify. And, yeah, it's got over a million plays now. And Helen of Troy at this moment has 267,000. So definitely, you know... Uh, Hold No Grudge is probably the one that's going to get a little more play, and I definitely think it's the better one. But also, check out her Solar Power album. Her album cover on it is easily one of my favorites of the year. It's uh, quite the cheeky one, um, and it's just 
it's a pretty good uh, album. Um, Lord is definitely talented. Um, you know, when I was younger, the Royal song was whatever, but her last two albums I thought have been pretty good. Um, and yeah, so just give those two songs a listen. Um, what else we got here? We have a new album from rapper singer Amine. Um, it was called what was it called? I forget, the name is slipping me. I apologize. Well, one song, it's called 2.5. Okay, my bad. Um, last year, Amina came out with a really good album. Um, and this time, I guess this is an album or a mixtape. It's about 26 minutes long. Um, it had a couple of good moments on it, I thought. Um, definitely a little quicker. Um, I, I, maybe I guess it was kind of like a, like a fuck it project, like just kind of throw it out, get, get some music out. But it had a couple of good songs on it. Uh, Yippee Yay, I thought was pretty good in the beginning. Colors, Neo, uh, Charmander. He has a call, song called uh, Charmander, you know, to for you Pokemon fans. I don't really think it had much to do with Pokemon, but you know what? It, it's a solid listen. Um, yeah, pretty good. Definitely not as good, I thought, as his album last year. Um, and... To give you a idea of what his album was last year, I put it in my top 20 albums, so that's how much I really enjoyed it. It was called Limbo, and it had a lot of gems on that, I thought. Now we're going to be talking about it. Burden was good. Woodlawn had a fire beat. You had Roots with Jid, Charlie Wilson, really great song. Compensating with Young Thug was great. Shimmy had the ODB uh, sample. Pressure in My Palms had Slow Tie and Vince Staples. Really good. Um, but, yeah, so Amine dropped uh, 2.5, which I, I gather is an, a mini album mixtape. I don't, I don't really know. I know he had 1.5 as a mixtape, so I guess that's probably just you know a mixtape then. But, you know, came to streaming services. I remember just back in the day, it never used to just drop to streaming services. You'd have to go on that Piff or Hot New Hip Hop and kind of find all these things. So it's uh, this generation and us now are getting spoiled with these projects coming out. And um, But, yeah, give that one a listen called 2.5. Um, and also just, again, the tragedy with the Travis Scott Astro World Festival is something that you should not ever envision when you go to a concert, especially when you, you know, the young kids are going because every music festival you see all these young kids, it's probably their first time going. And the fact that a 14 year old and a 16 year old have passed and a 10 year old was hospitalized, it's not, it's something you don't want to hear. And like I said, Travis is definitely to blame. Although he he was warned, and I guess that is definitely a red flag. And the fact that I guess the show kept going on, and then you had the fans still talking, like yelling, "Stop the show!" And he's kind of just questioning it, maybe taking it as like a fuck it. It's just you know, more stories are going to trickle out. There's no other way for the families are not going to want to hear anything. All they know is that they lost their loved ones, which. It's just it's it's terrible, and there's really no words for uh, kind of like a normal person like me to kind of even comment on it. Only just because 
I wasn't there. And it's just like, what, what were, what are our words going to do to help these family members? I mean, yeah, you know, you could always say my condolences and stuff like that, but it just, it, it never brings it back. And it's unfortunate. I really just, I feel for these families. I cannot imagine. And I just, I hope we'll see if Travis can get back up from this. It's definitely a stain because a lot, you know, nothing was really done. You didn't stop anything. And now, eh, you know, the lawsuits are coming and then they're saying that he was warned. It's just, it's, it's a mess. It's such a fucking mess. Uh, but you know what? I hope the families, you know, get, you know, maybe they'll get some lump sum, but doesn't help. But and money does not make the tragedy any better. But, you know, maybe with Travis paying, it'll help. It'll help maybe ease a little bit. But it's just, you know, he's he's gained a lot of enemies through this. So it was Live Nation. I mean, it's just these kids had their whole lives and had ahead of them. And just tragic, man. Awful. Awful, awful. I mean, you hear things with music festivals, and I was just at Governor's Ball. Supposed to go um, for the weekend uh, back in September. I ended up going only one day, and I contracted COVID the next day. And, yeah, was not able to go for the rest of the festival. But I remember being there the first day. It was crowded as shit. But you know what? Not I did, We didn't hear any deaths or anything. I'm sure you had, like I said, you had your typical te- dehydration, stuff like that, but security was right on it. So I think that they should learn from this, like every event, just to kind of not be that guy. And hopefully going forward you don't hear of deaths and hopefully you get well-equipped, trained medical staff and even more of a security presence to help. And hopefully when you go to these festivals it's definitely a better time um yeah it's no no way to sugarcoat it it's a tragedy but yeah so that's music monday week two um i definitely think you guys should give these songs that i mentioned a peek uh they're all pretty good I definitely, even the true Travis Scott songs, however you feel about him, I do think they were really good for him and best that he's released in a while. But, and, you know, also give Blue Slide Park a listen. It's the 10-year anniversary of Mac's debut studio album. Uh, If you have never listened to it, it's called Blue Slide Park. Rest in peace to the homie Mac. And um, prayers, thoughts and prayers to the victims families of the Astro World Festival. Um, and we will be back next week. We will be discussing the new uh, Anderson Pac Bruno Mars, also known as Silk Sonic album. Um, and yeah, it, it's going to be a good one next week. I, I'm hoping for more positivity. So, you know, the podcast will be up um, right after the Uh, live and yeah so have a good night and uh keep on listening everybody